Good morning. Welcome to Tuesday, Wednesday. It Wednesday. is it is May third, the day before May fourth, which actually happens to be a national holiday for half of our team <laughs> who already have their outfits set out for May the fourth. Um, they, but today, here we are. They got all. <laughs> they do. They, they, they got, someone's gonna be a Wookiee. Like, I can't I've never today. seen someone come in dressed as a Wookiee on May 4th, but that may change. But we are here live at Digital Dealer in beautiful Tampa, Florida. Um, it's the last day, and we've been here for a couple days now yeah. and just watching all the comings and goings of the auto industry. Best thing about Digital Dealer in Tampa, Florida I'm waiting is for that it. it's in Tampa, Florida. That's amazing. We <laughs> it's have just been. gorgeous. It's been beautiful weather, but no, the conversations, the people, the energy, the type of the like, just the hugs that you get to have around people that you know, and then even just the people that we've met, people that I never have known existed in the auto industry that are great people. Several that, of those yesterday. That love people. That like you like, get into a conversation, and you're like, you're doing okay, what? You can sit down and do. You're doing huh? You know, and that's that's what I get. I get so much out of that in our industry. Just learning like these new, unique ways that people are serving in their communities and the the stories. Like we met someone that like had terminal cancer and then moved into having its own car dealerships, right? <laughs> and like it's still doing great. It's wild the stories that we find in auto and and being on ground with people is the best way to find those stories. You know, there was one one dealer group. Um, it's escaping me at the moment, but they're out of the, the greater Philadelphia area, New Jersey, and they actually built uh, a product within their store to help people get finance, right? And that's not a super rare thing, but what they've done is actually like created kind of a bank at, where they could report back to the credit bureaus, get people in a, like a buy here, pay here kind of situation yep. into a lease and then report that positive credit and they have these testimonials at their booth where you know people are like and i just got finance for a new car like from kia financial amazing and that's yeah. improving lives and that is something that's amazing we had our premiere last night uh, for so our fun. more than cars tv show and to give you if you haven't seen it we filmed a pilot episode of a tv show called more than cars because let's face it when you say car dealership to the general public there's a little bit of a step back a little wincing and we need to rewrite that script because yes. we know the truth of the industry so we went around to three dealerships and Harness the little comedians in cars getting coffee, a little diners drive-ins, a little docu-series on your favorite band, you know. Little, uh, little hip-hop music. Little hip-hop, We, we yeah. pulled it all together, and uh, we were telling inspiring stories from real car dealerships, and we premiered that at the beautiful Tampa Theater last night. Yo. And watching people Personally, watch, I walked in for the first time, and I was like... I saw pictures, but it's nothing whoa, like the pictures. That's a thing. Yeah, it, it was a really cool energy, and the people that, that got to see it and were there definitely, uh, like, understood what we're going after and what the idea of really, really shifting that cultural perception of the way that people see auto dealers because humanizing the industry, putting the stories of real people doing really, really cool things is something that anybody can get attached to. It was fun to watch whenever you make something and watch people like consume yes. it for the first time and seeing the audience laugh yeah. and clap. It like all of a sudden, actually almost made me cry a little bit because right. like, people got what we were trying to communicate and they know the truth of the industry. We're gonna be premiering it, uh, doing a live stream premiere within the next couple of weeks. So stay tuned and if you check our social media accounts, you're gonna see pictures from the event. Um, you're gonna see probably some little snippets. Um, so we're excited to uh, release that to you soon. Um, but we should probably talk about a little bit of Let's automotive. Let's get into it. A little bit of We don't have our news. computers here, so if you're watching the live stream, we, we apologize. Got the we're phones are the coming out. Phone. This is old school, I'm we're just, scrappy. I'm just Let's checking go. Instagram, actually. <laughs> uh, let's talk about Ford's uh, first quarter volume sales. Um, so the profits were up to $1.8 billion in hey, Q1. must be the money. Yeah, right, trigger pad. <laughs> but the biggest point is, is like it's a major reversal because their loss a year earlier in Q1 was over $3 billion. 
So think of that. They went from negative wow. three billion ish to positive one point eight. Um, and Jim Farley says basically, we hope that all of our earnings it's report become predictably boring and incredibly ambitious. Yeah. It's not an exact quote, but it's really close. That's pretty close. And I like the idea of that just going, hey, the boring nature of this is like positive nature, growth, all of that. Um, the interesting thing is the majority of the profits came from their Ford Blue program. Yep. Um, the next volume of profits came in uh, under the commercial. commercial and fleet, which is a big deal because over the last couple years, commercial and fleet has suffered because those vehicles haven't been ready available because of prioritization of consumer vehicles with chip shortages. Uh, and then still, the EV game uh, lost so almost a billion, $800 million in Q1. So, which makes sense. They're seeing it as a startup. They're still like, a lot of R&D, a lot of product market fit that they're trying to figure out where the market and, and whether or not the market's going to adopt it. Um, but Still trying to get plants on, online. Right. Right, yeah, you drove by. I drove past the Ford uh, in Kentucky. The, it's like a whole city. It's unbelievable. You're driving past and you're like, it's still there. It's still there. It's still, my wife yeah. is taking video. I'm driving. She's like. Oh, she took that I, video. Do I keep going? I was wondering. I was do like, I that's going? a great video. <laughs> that's a great video. Yeah. I was like, if Kyle shot that while he was driving, I was impressed. Yeah, I didn't no, know that. No, no, not at all. But yeah, no. So like when all of that stuff comes online, I see, you know, if they've figured out the profitability and there are other programs, I'm sure that there's going to be a way to figure out profitability there. Um, you know, there's been a lot of news of, over Ford, uh, but when you got a profitable organization and dealers are a part of that matrix, hey, if everybody's getting along, keep everybody getting along. Absolutely. It's a great so. way to go. Um, let's talk about a little bit of just tech news because this got us all sideways. You know, a lot of this is going to affect actually a lot of dealers and industry partners because uh, a lot of people have moved over to a very secure platform, which is Microsoft, right? Yeah, you're Microsoft for your email, you live in Outlook, you live in Teams uh, for communication. And Microsoft has recently announced that they're going to be forcing the majority of links when you open them in Outlook or in teams to open straight up in edge not adhering to the uh to the Whatever onboard system computer setting system settings are to open in browser so there's going to be this confusion it departments are all up in arms because it, the only way to change it is to go to actually to the local computer you can't do it in business settings so an it uh, admin gonna, login yeah, hundreds has to of go to emails the local and calls yeah hundreds of emails and calls so if you're if you're on teams this morning like heads up yeah, it's coming. There, there's this element of just forcing people to do things because it's good. You think it's good for adoption of the platform, adoption. but how many people actually use a platform that they're forced to use? Right. Like, I think it's going to build resistance more than use. Now, granted, they'll get some people who don't care. Yep. Who are just going to be like, oh, I guess I'll make that my browser. That browser. They're going to yep. get some of that. But, but in reality, whenever you're trying to force people through a, a, a lane that they don't want to walk in there, they have their preferences, um, it's, it's going to be a thing. It's going to be a blowback. Yeah, I mean, we know that just in wh whether it's sales process or service process or anything that people are doing, the minute people feel forced to do something they weren't wanting to do, there's pushback, right? And so even in the tech space, it's very interesting. I mean, we've seen a lot of these moves, people trying to own the platform and own the experience and segment, you know, where you can where you can open things or like GM going only only Android Auto and it's gonna be an interesting kind of move over the next few years when people are trying to force people back into their silo of technology and not integrate um, what the response is from the consumer public I think it opens up I mean we can get well we'll we'll end on this I guess yeah, yeah. but but I do think it opens up a world of liability sure because if there's a security flaw or something with that browser and they force people into it it's Yo. like 
So maybe if the Microsoft legal team hears this, right, the marketing team, they'll have a little conversation. Right, right, they'll right. have a conversation. Yeah. Uh, what else do we have going on today? So we, hey, we're recording stuff. We are. Follow us on, the floor. on our socials, on LinkedIn, Instagram. We'll share with you about exactly what's going on here at Digital Dealer. We're going to interview some people. Uh, also, we'll be telling some stories about exactly what a soda is. So we'll be releasing that over the uh, coming weeks here. And uh, hey, we can't see, wait to see you in the next city. We're going to be traveling around all through the summer. Yep. Uh, and hey, if you didn't know, SodaCon tickets are still available for sale. Oh, yeah. It's ready to go. Just Hotels getting open, up. getting fired up. Let's go. All right. Well, thank you very much for joining us today. We appreciate you being a part of this community. We'll see you in uh, probably just a little bit.